0: welcome to the becoming iconic podcast i am your host jen spiegel i am a life business and brand stylist And after years of helping thousands of female entrepreneurs grow successful businesses and lives, I was called to bring these delicious conversations forward for those of you who are ready to build, expand, and actually enjoy all the desires of your heart. I'm so confident that this podcast will support you as you start to elevate and pursue the highest version of yourself. Thank you for being here. Sink in and enjoy. Hey, icons. Today is a bit of a journal entry for you, one that's vulnerable and real and honest, but I have some delicious nuggets to drop for you that I think could really shift your entire life or maybe the life of someone you know. So 2020 was a funky year. Can we just get like an amen? You're right. Yeah, it was. And I know that I wanted to like rinse that year off of my body and myself going into 2021. Like I flat out refused to carry the energy of 2020 into 2021. And the biggest shift for me was in my physical health. So let me just take you into the story of 2020. It was an abundant, beautiful year when it comes to business, my brand, expansion. It was so wonderful. I felt so abundant, excited, high vibe when it came to my work. When it came to my home, when I would exit my office, it was a totally different feeling. Co-parenting through a pandemic is no joke. And a lot of heaviness came through that, and a real conflict in my body. Half of me felt like I was standing up in my strength and my power. I was showing up. And the other half of me wanted just to curl up in a ball in the fetal position and not be seen. And so you can imagine those are two extremes how that must have felt in my body. It felt anxious, it felt nervous, it felt uncertain. I felt sad, I felt a little angry. There was a lot of things bubbling up inside and thank goodness for my work, because when I went into that space, I would really feel a sense of relief from a lot of that. But that only existed when I was in my office and when I would come out and see the precious faces of the people who are my world, I just wasn't showing up as my best self. I didn't have the space, the time, the capacity, or let me change that. I didn't make the space and time and capacity to work through some of these emotions the way I should at the forefront of that year. And so what that led into was falling into old habits behaviors that had expired in my life and really snowballing into this routine of in the evening, once the kids were in bed, everybody was settled rather than dealing with my emotions or feeling my emotions. I would sit on the couch with my husband, turn on the TV, and we would binge Netflix. I would drink wine and eat chips. Now I don't drink to excess. That's not just not something I do. So it wasn't the amount of alcohol I was consuming in a sitting. It was the consistency of the alcohol I was consuming. It was pretty much every single night. And that also led into late nights where I wasn't going to bed on time, waking up feeling groggy, sleepy. I had brain fog. I was so inflamed. As a matter of fact, if you go to my Instagram account and watch the video for my one year podcast anniversary, you can see the physical change in my face. Like it's absolutely jaw-dropping. I said to my husband, like, look at my face. Like you could see when I was in the prime (laughs) of wine and chips, like my face is so puffy. And he said, I actually noticed that. I said, and you know what? I am so grateful because for the first time in my life, I'm not ashamed of that. I own that because those were my choices. And I also know that I don't need to live in the posture and the attitude of that's who I am. That was just a moment. And so coming into Christmas, It just got amplified, more food, more drinking. Now I was having like a a sip of wine in the afternoon because I had my dad over and it just started to feel really gross. And I kept thinking to myself, this is not what I preach This is not what I want to practice. This is not how I want to feel. And goodness gracious, I couldn't even put my clothes on because the first eight months of 2020, I lived in my comfies, and they lie to you. Like they tell you everything's good until you try to put your jeans back on. And I say all the time, if only we had like committed to the jeans for the whole 2020, I think a lot of us would have caught on more quickly. That oh wow, these are tight. Um, You know, maybe I need to swing back to some healthier habits. This is not about body, okay? This is my story. I just want to preface that because this may be triggering for some of you. I may be calling you out subconsciously, right? Where you're like, don't talk about this. I'm good with my wine and chips. Well, that's you and those are your choices. And I'm not here to suggest that you need to change that if you are comfortable in that. But for me, I wasn't, I wasn't. And so I want to give you four things that completely shifted my mind, body, and spirit alignment had the most incredible experience in 2019 where I was doing a meditation and I was really new to meditating. I had this resistance to meditation, but this experience was the most divine appointment I have ever had. I met the future version of myself. I was with her and I could see every detail of her, her joy, her health, her vibrancy, her prosperity, how happy and abundant she was. It was one of the most beautiful moments I have ever had. And when I opened my eyes after that meditation, no longer did I see my dreams and desires as this far off illusion that I was working towards every single day that I questioned and wondered about. It solidified everything for me. Now I wake up every day and every decision I make is based on that future version. How would I show up for my business today? How would I show up for my relationships, my health, all the decisions I'm making are that pursuit of her because it's a knowing now. I know that that is my future and that is who I am and meant to be. And I wanted to give this experience to you because it was just so beautiful and so life changing for me. So I'm offering you my meditation. I into that emotional experience that I had and I wanted to give this to you so that you can revisit this meditation over and over again until this is in fact your experience and it shifts everything in your life that you have a knowing on who you are meant to be and you start showing up today as that version and you're not waiting for the dream to come true or the goal to happen. Instead, you know that that is your birthright and now it's just embodying that person today. Go to jenspiegel.com, download that meditation and friends, please share with me. Let me know, have you had this experience and be patient with the process? It may take a few times, but once you have the experience, you will not be able to shake that connection to yourself and who you're becoming. Thank you so much for giving this an opportunity and a chance because I know it will change your life. The first thing I did, it was December 27th, 2020, when I decided for crying out loud, I bought this Peloton. I only used it like 10 times. No, that's not true. I think I used it like maybe 50 times in the whole of 2020, but I can be far more committed to that Peloton and I'm going to sink into using it. And I started by using it in the evening. I changed my routine. So rather than when the kids go to bed, pour that wine, get that bowl of chips and sit down and watch the TV, I changed what I did. I changed my behaviors and I went downstairs and got on the Peloton. And this, my friends, comes from my health coaching certification and all my expertise in the health and wellness industry for two decades. I can tell you the best way to break a habit is to bring in another habit do something completely different. And so that was my choice. And here's what I found. I mean, if you have a Peloton, you're going to know, okay, it's a, if you know, you know, situation, but the music, the vibe, the words that they spoke, the feeling of sweat pouring off of me, I just wanted to like have my heart burst out of my chest. I felt so alive, more alive than I had felt in so long. I love house music. Okay. I can't imagine a world without house music. And that is like my teens and my twenties. I had a good time. And so I could like almost go back and live in those days on the bike. And it made me feel like I was a part of something in a time where quarantine and isolation was really starting to get to me. I just craved like a good dance club like i was just like i just want to give her on the dance floor that's all i want to do right now and the bike filled that need that desire that like inner rebellion that was like come on i need to get out of the house and it filled me also spiritually because i was so aligned with the things these instructors and and facilitators were saying and the little bit of competition with the music with the sweat i was hooked hooked And it completely transformed my evenings. And I have never gone back, ever. I don't always now do the Peloton in the evening because I changed that pattern. I changed that behavior. Now I do it in the morning. But now in the evenings, my husband and I started reading in bed together. We completely transformed our lives. And we feel so good. We can't believe how bad we felt (laughs) for so long. I had some wine this past weekend. And again, it's like two glasses. I don't drink a lot, but I do like some wine. And I woke up the next morning and I looked at him and I said, oh my goodness. I feel like I got hit by a bus. I only had two glasses of wine throughout the evening, but I can't believe we felt this every single day. And he goes, well, we just got so used to the feeling. We forgot how good we could feel. So if you are stuck in a poor habit, something that is not serving you, change your routine, flip it into a new habit, a new routine that can completely pull you out of this funk The second thing, and this is probably the most important thing, was realizing that all decisions I make, whether it is nutrition, moving my body, how I show up for a client, how I show up for my kids, whatever it may be, those are all choices And I started asking myself a very significant, important question every single time I was making a choice. And this was dozens and dozens of times a day. It was repetitive in my mind, but it completely, again, shifted my perspective. I asked myself before I put food in my mouth, before I had a second coffee, before I sat on the couch just a little bit too long and pushed my day too far in, all these things I would say is this moving me towards the highest version of myself? Or is this pulling me further away from my goals? And the answer is really obvious. Jen, that cold piece of pizza from last night's order that you had with the kids for breakfast is not moving you towards the highest version of yourself. That's just lazy, quick fix. Having your smoothie with all the goodies that you love in it is moving you towards the highest version of yourself. And I would literally put the piece of pizza back. These are just little things, a bite of a croissant. It's only a bite, but I thought, is this moving me towards my goals or away from my goals? And it's not that I don't enjoy. I am anti-diet culture. I'm not about shaming and these types of things, but there are choices, small little choices that we make in a day that move us forward or move us backwards, So it's not again, I mean, these examples are about food, but it was even about how I showed up with my kids. If I was feeling a little snarky and patient, I would literally in my mind say to myself, Jen, is this moving you towards the highest version of yourself, how you want to show up for your kids? Or is this moving you away? And it was a split second decision. It's kind of similar to the 54321 Mel Robbins five-second rule. But for me, it was just a question that gave me so much clarity in that moment that the idea of moving away from my goal almost repulsed me. I mean, it's a strong word, but that's what happened. It was, it was like this like, oh no, I don't want that. I want to gravitate towards who I know I can be and deserve to be. And I am like, that's my truth. So make those decisions, Jen, to progress you forward. The third thing is realizing that I got into a shame cycle. And a shame cycle is really easy to get into for me. I have a tendency to carry a lot of guilt and guilt leads into shame. It's just sort of my emotional roller coaster that I am really navigating and digging into and healing in many ways. And so I would sit and have the wine and chips and it felt good in the moment. Like I enjoyed it. I really did. Like I enjoyed sitting and watching a show. I rarely watch TV. So it felt kind of nice to have something different during quarantine. And I enjoyed a glass of wine and the crunch of a chip. I did. But what happened was when I was done and going to bed, as I was cleansing my face, here are the things I would say to myself. I can't believe you did that again. You said you weren't going to have it tonight, and you did. You have no willpower. I cannot believe that you are not looking in the mirror and seeing your inflammation and seeing your weight gain and not looking after yourself. You know what? It's just who you are. I mean, these are the thoughts that were coming to my mind. And on the Peloton, it makes me emotional. Sorry, it was not nice. On the Peloton... I think it was Robin said at one class, and this changed everything for me. She said, what if we amplified the voice in your head? What if everybody could hear it? And it was in that moment. And the next time I looked in the mirror and was shaming myself for the decisions I was making that I went, oh my gosh, like if actually people knew the things I said to myself, I would be so embarrassed. I would be so mortified and I need to make a shift. I want to make a shift. And instead of shaming myself, I'm going to say, you made that choice. Enjoy it. You had the chips. You had the wine. Enjoy it. But what are you going to do differently tomorrow? Because before I made that distinction and that choice, the shame would roll into the morning. And in the morning, I'd be like, yeah, now you're not feeling good. And you know what? You probably don't want to do that call. And I would procrastinate. And I literally punished myself for the whole next day. And what do you think that led into? numbing myself at night with more wine and chips. It was just this crazy cycle of shame, guilt, punishment, shame, guilt, punishment. And I was stuck on it. I mean, get the seatbelt off Jen and get out of the roller coaster or of this like bucket ride. that feels like you're twirling around, get the control back over yourself. And it was by starting to say kind things to myself, asking myself the right questions, like, is this moving me toward or away And getting myself on that Peloton and changing my routine. So friends, sometimes the way we speak to ourselves keeps us stuck in our behaviors. And what if you spoke beautiful words about yourself instead? Because truth be told, and this is like no word of a lie, I gained 19 pounds in 2020. So when people say COVID-19, and I'm not putting lightly of COVID because I know people have been affected and have been sick. So this isn't a joke to make light of COVID-19. But for me, I embodied COVID-19. It it jumped on my body (laughs) through my choices that I made over and over again. And it's so easy and sneaky. It sneaks up on you. And I have made a decision that that's not who I am. That was a moment That's how I dealt with it. But it's not who me as my highest version would deal with it going forward. The fourth thing is really significant for just about anybody, because what we need to realize is this is our journey. This is our journey. And we have a lot of reflection to make uh, with ourselves. So changing our routine, and making that choice, moving ourselves towards the highest version of ourselves and being conscientious about the small, little, seemingly insignificant choices we make throughout the day that add up over and over time. The third thing is sitting in a shame cycle, punishing ourselves and getting stuck in that shame that leads into guilt and sadness and emotion that really starts to get in our bodies. And that brings me to this fourth one our bodies. Are beautiful, intricate, loving, just the best gift. I mean, this is what we live in. And there are things that we say out loud that our body responds to and we're confused by it. So hear me out. How many times have you said, myself included, I'm going to lose that weight? So I'm going to lose that 19 pounds from 2020. That's it. I'm losing my weight. Well, what we say is what we magnetize. And so when I say I'm going to lose that weight, the universe, my body says, oh no, you're going to lose it. Okay. Well, we're going to find it for you. We're going to bring it back because you've lost something. Our words are so powerful. Instead here is something that's going to change your life. Okay. And this is for anybody, especially who've been on the yo-yo where you lose and you gain and you lose and you're gain because you constantly say, I'm going to lose the weight. And so what happens, it finds its way back to you because that is what you're speaking. Instead, here's what you're going to say. I am releasing this weight. I'm releasing it from my body. I'm allowing it to go to someone who needs it because there's somebody out there who could use the weight that I am releasing, but I am releasing it. I no longer need it. Those words make a difference. You will, if you believe it and you say it to yourself over and over, you will literally witness your body release it. It's absolutely profound. It will release that weight and it will not come back because you've released it and send it somewhere else where it is needed. The other thing we need to pay attention to are, in fact, our emotions, weight and weight that is difficult to remove. If you're, if someone who is working really hard and diligently to release weight, but you're finding like it's stuck, especially arms, hips, and thighs, this is often attached to unresolved issues, emotions with your childhood and your parents. Yeah, yeah. And this is deep stuff, but this is like things that can change your life. I'd love you to do some work on that. Think about it. If you have extra weight on your arms, your hips, and your thighs, what that means is your body is feeling like you need protection. You feel like you need protection. You're not safe. And so with that not feeling safe, your body's like, don't worry, this is where our bodies are so powerful and amazing. I'm going to protect you. It's doing its job. And we can say thank you, body. Thank you for wanting to protect me. Thank you for wanting to keep me safe. But I am good now. I have dealt with my things. I have dealt with those emotions. I have released those as well. I no longer need to be protected. And again, you will literally watch it melt off your body. Now, this is not one of those woo-woos where you don't have to exercise or pay attention to your nutrition. You just say these things and it melts away. I'm not saying that, but it definitely really brings everything you're doing to the forefront. You'll see your results quickly when you pay attention to all these things. It's so important and it has completely changed my life. It is now going on, I think I'm close to at this point, 100 days of working out. I look forward to it. I don't punish myself on that bike. Instead, I sing, I cry, I contemplate, I get downloads. It is almost like a sanctuary for me. I ask myself questions all the time. Is this moving you away or towards? I get up, I get dressed, I put my makeup on, I get my clothes on. I show up because I'm asking myself that question and I know how she would wanna be showing up right now. I also realized how I speak to myself is not doing me any favors. Those negative words I would never say to another human being, never, so I should not say it to me. The world is full of negativity. This is one place where I can remove toxic negativity and instead pour love and grace and understanding over myself. And also the distinction between losing weight and releasing weight completely changed my life. It is melting off of me as we speak. I am moving into the healthiest, highest vibe, Jen. And I wanted to share this today because I know a lot of you, because we have had many conversations, fell into the same behaviors, habits, routines that I did. And instead of letting that ripple into a new year of 2021, you have a choice right now to drastically change your life and make the choices that are going to make you feel good. That are going to make you look in the mirror and celebrate and want to give like a high five because you did what you said you were going to do. The energy is addictive. The feeling is addictive. And those types of quote unquote addictions are the kind of things I want in my life. So I am proud of you. I encourage you today to make those shifts, those changes. It's awareness. These are tools, but I promise you, I promise you, they will be the best tools you ever put into your tool belt and they will completely change the course of your health, your energy, and really ripple into all those other areas of your life. Thank you so much, Icons. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you know how deeply grateful I am for the time and space you give to the Becoming Iconic podcast. It is an honor and a privilege to show up here twice a week and pour into you. And thank you for those five-star reviews that you've been giving and those beautiful compliments. It means so much. And the time you spend to do that is just the most beautiful way to give back. The other thing I want to challenge us to as a community is to share more. It's so simple to copy this link into a text to a friend who you think would benefit from what you just listened to or share it into your stories. Make sure to tag me by the way, because I love resharing and allowing your network to maybe discover something that they wouldn't have if it weren't for you.